What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for two ninety nine subs. How would you like it? Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please. You got it. All right, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a six-inch meatball marinara. Cold-cut combo. Veggie delight. Or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just two ninety nine each. Subway! Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Welcome to Ideation Collective. I'm Jess Larson. Today on the show, we've got Jesse Stay. It took us a, a full year to get them to a million fans on about a $2,000 a month budget uh, uh, for, for ads only. This is another episode of our Innovation and Leadership series where we interview pro athletes, world-class musicians, CEOs, Hollywood filmmakers, and a wide variety of other high achievers. Before we get rolling, we want to invite you to get involved in the charity our founders helped start called Child Rescue. We work to combat child sex trafficking in the U.S. and globally. The top project you could help with now is in Cusco, Peru. There are 20 girls that the local government rescued but didn't have anywhere to keep them safe, so they put them in jail. The government has said that they're willing to give custody of these kids to the aftercare facility we're helping to expand now once we raise enough money and build an extra building there. To learn more, please click on the Child Rescue tab on our website, which is iCollective.co. So with that out of the way, let's get to the interview. Uh, founder of Staying Alive, which is a futuristic social media marketing unagency. Jesse, thanks for making time. Thanks for being. Thanks for having me, Jess. Okay, for starters, let's explain the title there. <laughs> a futuristic <laughs> unagency. So, so I, I call it an unagency for one um, uh, because I don't. I, I want to get in the in the habit and the mindset that uh, that we don't act like a traditional marketing or ad agency. I want us to think different and think uh, uh, kind of ahead of the curve uh, compared to other uh, uh, digital marketing and, and and advertising agencies out there. Um, and we're futuristic. I, I I like the futuristic part because uh, uh, we I like to bring in things that uh, traditional agencies don't always think about. Uh, for instance, we're we're utilizing Pokemon Go and some of our strategies with various clients. Uh, we're uh, uh, looking at uh, Bitcoin as a potential marketing tool for for uh, uh, various things and such. And uh, uh, and then and then we're looking at things like Facebook ads and uh, social media advertising, which is which is our, our real expertise. Uh, uh, in in ways to grow and, and and focus on on true growth for clients and uh, at the same time um, we're also looking at measurements uh, I, I I argue you can measure social and uh, and that's something that uh, that that is is key for us that uh, everything we're doing we're measuring and uh, tying back to revenue for the client that's great well um, as far as you know me trying to incentivize people to listen to not only today's episode but tomorrow's um, you've done some interesting things. I mean, you got into the tech space as a kid originally, but you know, you, you've written these nine books like Facebook all in all in one for dummies. You know, you've got hundred thousand copies of books sold. You built, um, social Two, got over a hundred thousand users with people like Britney Spears and Pepsi and my favorite on your list, MC hammer, um, <laughs> you know, to the point where Facebook is hiring you back to help develop apps, to get the fortune 50 involved in, you know, becoming app developers across the web. Um, you know, Deseret Media get, 
their social media, getting them from the hundreds of thousands of fans to 20 million fans in six months. You've, you've done so many different things. Um, why, why the focus that you've picked today? Why is this your passion? Yeah. So, um, I, 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 you and I offline, we shared some of my longer story. <laughs> I'm going to try not to get too far into that, but, uh, um, as a developer, I, I, I started out as a software developer, ended up in marketing. And, uh, and, uh, as a developer, uh, my focus was on building really cool things. And I, I, I still love that. I love building cool things and doing cool things, but I came to realize that, uh, in order to build cool things, you've got to be able to grow those cool things. And, uh, um, and, and, and long story short, I, uh, being able to focus on growth and, and, uh, and growing those cool things that, that, uh, I and others build, um, there's more money in that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and to be honest, that's, uh, that's, that's where I follow was I'm, I'm following the money. That's, that's where, uh, uh, majority of money is nowadays. Frankly, um, within social media, uh, it, it used to be you could grow to, to millions of users within a short amount of time just by building a Facebook app. Nowadays, the way you do that is through uh, is through uh, advertising and, and social media advertising and, and integrating strong digital marketing principles to, to grow them. So uh, so it, it kind of all tied together in that front and that uh, uh, in order to build these apps and have lots and lots of users, you had to have a digital marketing foundation to, to accomplish that nowadays. Yeah. Um, I think, I think what I think would be the most fun to start with is what, what I, I think what I love about what you guys do is there's so many agencies out there who claim to be able to help, you know, those of us with businesses or charities, we're going to help you with your followers. We're going to help you with your social media strategy, you know, and it's these like vague words. And there's a lot of talk about vanity, you know, a lot of talk about these metrics that really don't turn into revenue and where you guys are willing to get down and dirty and say like, not just what was our ad spend, but what was the customer acquisition cost and like actually measure that, that starts to me, that starts to be the kind of thing that like the inner investor in me, the, you know, the guy who used to do (laughs) mergers and acquisitions at Citigroup. Now I'm going, Ooh, we could actually like create the formula of spend how much, make how much this sounds like a business that can grow. So, um, you know, this idea of, direct response, social media marketing, or or the kind of social that can actually generate a customer contact, a customer lead. Um, What's an example of a way you guys do stuff like that? Yeah. So um, I'll start with uh, uh, one of the first things we start working on with clients is making sure that they have the measurement tools in place to, uh, to, to be able to allow us to measure their presence on social media. Um, I, uh, so, so we'll, we'll do things like, um, I want to, I want every client, uh, especially if they're focused on revenue in some way, uh, uh, which almost everyone is, uh, <laughs> whether they admit it or not, they, they are. And uh, I always get in trouble when the clients say that, uh, that they're not focused on revenue and we, we end up focusing on, on on growth and and we forget the revenue side uh always the client comes back to needing that revenue so so we always we of late we're we're always focusing on that revenue side with clients and we'll start by um i'll I'll first start working with them if they're using um uh, google analytics which majority of clients use nowadays 
um, well, we'll start working with them to integrate uh, Google e-commerce for analytics, which allows you to track uh, revenue from the website and being able to track things like referral data on, on from various referrals. How much money are you making on uh, uh, from your from your website uh, or from other websites? So from there, um, we can start adding campaign tracking data within links and such. So on Facebook, uh, for instance, even if I'm not doing an ad on any link I share uh, uh, back to my website or to my client's website uh, on, on Facebook or Twitter or any other social network, Pinterest, Instagram, et cetera, um, uh, I'm, 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 if I, if I add in campaign tracking data to that URL that, that Google analytics can track, now I can start saying, okay, well, this particular link that I shared on social media generated this amount of revenue. Uh, I, and you can do some really cool stuff with that. Um, add in an advertising strategy on top of that. Now I can start, um, promoting posts on Facebook, uh, to very specific audiences, um, and I can start telling, okay, um, my organic posts are generating this much trap, this much revenue, uh, and this is how much my paid posts are are generating. Um, and then we'll start utilizing strategies like, um, uh, depending on the client, um, on e-commerce, I'm looking at more direct sales from from Facebook. I can do some really cool things like. Um, uh, a lot of what we do is on Facebook because Facebook ends up being cheaper in terms of an advertising strategy, but we do look at other social networks as well. Uh, but uh, uh, from an advertising strategy, we're, uh, if you're an e-commerce site, we're looking at um, retargeting people that visit specific um, products on your, on your website. Uh, uh, we can have specific ads show up on Facebook that bring up those products and similar products uh, uh, that, that start showing up automatically with a particular template we set and then start me uh, measuring, okay, of, of the ads we're running now, um, what, what creative is producing the, the lowest cost per sale or cost per conversion uh, for that particular client, um, uh, what types of wording, what types of ads, what audiences, et cetera, are, are generating the, the lowest cost per conversion for that client. And we're constantly testing that over and over again until we get really low um, costs for clients. Um, beyond that, if, if it's a B2B client, we're looking at, uh, we're usually looking at a much uh, larger funnel. We're looking at uh, um, uh uh, and, and sometimes not even B2B, uh, it depends on the client. I have a insurance client, for instance, where I will initially start by capturing a lead. And we can do that right inside Facebook without them ever having to leave Facebook. Um, and it automatically fills in their information for them with their Facebook profile data. So you just, they just click on an ad. The data is all there inside a uh, form for them. And they hit submit, and 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 now the client has has their their lead or their data um, uh, captured that they can then throw further in the funnel. Um, then we can take that data. Um, we can ha start having new ads targeting those that uh, that have uh, have been captured as leads. Um, we can create lookalike audience audiences out of those leads, which uh, basically produce uh, uh, produce audiences of similar people uh, that Facebook automatically generates uh, based on who they are, their interests and such. 
and uh, uh, and we can start targeting new ads to them. And can uh, can we talk about this for just one second? Absolutely. Um, my guess, and I and I want to hear if I'm right or not, um, is that because of your tracking and your ability to measure that you've realized by doing this and retargeting them and showing it to them again, that, that you figured out, Hey, you know, the more exposures we get, the more likelihood we get the, the lead or tell me about that psych psychology behind the strategy there. Absolutely. So um, we're looking at overall, uh, we're looking at what is the cost of, of a, a, what is the, the lifetime cost of that customer? Um, so I'm usually working with clients. Um, not every client has has this process set up. So sometimes we're we're working to help them get the the data we need set up to to get to this. But uh, um, uh, but we're looking at uh, at what point does that client or what time at what point does that lead turn into a sale for that client? Uh, and we're tracking that that point for, for, for the leads we're sending them. So, so for all the money we're spending on ads, we're looking at, okay, based on this amount we spent on ads, this is the number of real customers we actually generated. So, so the process as to how we get there actually varies based on each client. Um, there are all sorts of strategies we can take, um, but we're usually taking them through the process of at least starting them with an ad to generate a lead and then taking them from that lead to usually email of some sort that uh, through an automate uh, email automation platform like Infusionsoft or uh, Marketo and, and such. But uh, uh, and then taking that uh, that email, uh, uh, ideally, sometimes uh, that will go to their sales team at that point, which the sales team can then contact them um, uh, I, I, at, at some points we I, if, if they uh, will track has that lead come back to the website at some point um, potentially we can target new ads based on particular um, parts of the website that they visited uh, and have those ads start showing up at that point to, to have that customer further want to take action based on, on the, the lead we just generate that we previously generated and such. And I, I guess it depends. We're, we're looking at the entire funnel and, and based on the entire cost, uh, what what is going to get us the lowest cost to get us that customer? And I guess my question is, um, what what does the math say about using those dollars to just go out and get new first time exposures to somebody else versus retargeting the same person? Um, I'll be honest, we actually have more success with um, uh, with uh, from an ad standpoint. Uh, I like to use ads for 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 targeting people that haven't seen you before uh it's the rest of the process that uh, the the email automation the uh the website the sales process uh that goes with it that uh, that converts better than the the ads do the ad gets the party started is that the point yeah the ad gets the party started and we can generate thousands of those for very cheap but it's is the email and the website finishing off the story enough to walk them over the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the goal is we, we want quality, we want quality conversions too. So we're trying to figure out of, of these ads that we're, that we're reaching out to these new customers, how can we get them as educated about the product as possible so that uh, they're already 
willing to purchase by the time they they fill up that that lead. Uh, and we want to do that as short a time as possible at, uh, with as few ads and as few dollars as possible. So so usually we try to spend as little on the ad side, but we can do that in in high volume and in high bulk uh, fairly easily. And do you guys help with the email strategy? What should this email stay? Or yes. are you guys, okay, you do go all the yeah, way through. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll help out with the email strategy. We'll help out blogging, uh, help out with uh, uh, even some of the, the landing page structure and, and such uh, with all that. So um, my other question is, for somebody who hasn't been through this before, um, well, for, first, budget-wise, you know, I think for a lot of people who are maybe um, hearing about this stuff and haven't done it themselves, it's easy to think, well, geez, that sounds so great, but I just don't have a million dollars cash to pay for a campaign like that. Um, at the same time, I'm sure somebody needs to have more than a $5 ad spend in a day. What sure. If somebody's being realistic, maybe they're out fundraising or they're, they're saving out their profits to really pay for growth like this, what do you think kind of a the lower end of the budget of like, really, they should kind of plan on at least maybe kind of this much to really do this right? So, so if you're doing it on your own, um, you can do it as, as low as uh, my, my friend Dennis, you, uh, um, uh, uh, likes to, to pitch the idea of a dollar a day, uh, for ads and, and you really can do it for as low as a dollar a day, uh, and see some growth, uh, from that, uh, uh, if you're doing it on your own, um, uh, you're not going to see near as much growth that way as, as you will hiring a company like mine. Um, and for our, for our clients, we're, we're, we're usually encouraging our clients to spend minimum of 3000 a month. And then we usually have a fee that goes on top of that. So, uh, uh, uh between three, 4,000 a month is, is, is a solid price to see a, a, a lot of growth. And, and I've seen anywhere from one to uh, 1,000 to, five, 10,000 as a starter price. Um, I know the bigger companies out there and I have some clients that are spending 10, 20 to even 50,000 a month on, on, on ads and, and social media advertising and, and social strategy and, and such. And, uh, uh, it really depends on, on what you can afford. And, um, and usually, uh, at least over time, you're gonna you're gonna see the return on your growth if if, uh, yeah. if you hire the right company. That you're going exactly where I'm thinking, which is, um, I just want to confirm that for three thousand dollars, you can guarantee twenty million followers in the first month, right? It's a, this is just it's a one month process, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I I never guarantee anything at uh, twenty thousand uh, dollars. Uh, if you're looking for fans, actually $20,000 for, for 20,000 fans is actually pretty easy to do. No, no. 20 million fans. 20 million. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, no. I'm joking. So, um, realistically, (laughs) let's say somebody has got this three to $5,000 budget. Um, how many months should they plan on that before they're starting to see, you know, stuff getting to the end of the pipeline and this paying for itself plus some and that kind of thing. Sure. So I, I like to give it at least three months to uh, to at least get us to a point where we've got a, a system that's working for for, uh, for each client. Um, it, it really, um, uh, for I have one client, uh, they were looking at mostly trying to get fans because they were seeing a, a uh, correlated growth from, uh, from number of fans they were getting to, this was a nonprofit to so the number of donations they were getting. And, uh, um, and so, so we were focused mostly on, on fan growth because because we we're seeing that revenue uh, trajectory alongside that. And it took us a year 
and we don't do this for every client. Uh, we're, we're always looking at that revenue in the end, but, uh, um, it took us a, a full year to get them to a million fans on about a $2,000 a month budget, uh, uh, for, for ads only on that. Yeah. So, um, uh, so that's, that's probably a good idea. Um, uh, in terms of revenue and how much they're making, um, I actually don't even know on that. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't have it well, off the top of my head. My, my point is this, though, for the for the business people that, hey, you know, somewhere in that, you know, between months three and six, I'm guessing, this thing is spitting out the kind of cash it's paying for itself plus some, and it's you can now kind of do more of the growth hacking thing where we can really look at getting scale. Am, am I right on yeah. that, or what would you say about yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's usually what I'm trying to get. Within the first three months, I want to get you at least to where we're seeing that trajectory happening. And, uh, um, if, if not already seeing return, um, but, uh, um, and, and then, and then from there, uh, my hope is that we're actually starting to grow, grow at that point for you. And, to, and we can start to taking the strategy we've established and, and scaling it at that point. Okay. Well, we're, we're just about done for part one of the interview here and we're, we're going to take a break and, and let everybody uh, tune in tomorrow for to hear more about uh, some of the, some of the other fun things you've done, such as building what ended up being the number one app on all of Facebook and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, uh, before we get to that, I want we'll talk about just a slight tangent. You are really into gardening. Talk about <laughs> permaculture. What what's this like? You know, tech guy in front of a computer all the time, but really you're passionate about being outside. Oh man, you 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 dove you dove, dove into just about every complexity in my life. I have so many complexities. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, I I love it though. Um, the uh, my my I, dad's a total permaculture nerd, so I yeah, picked up oh, on awesome. that. So it, we will get along very well. I I it's kind of my balance. It's it's the yin to my yang here. I uh, I love I love technology. But frankly, uh, I want to retire just living outdoors and and. Uh, and uh, it's it's kind of my happy spot spot where I go, I, and so so I've 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 started studying and uh, and have gotten fairly good at uh, of recent. I'm I'm not certified yet in terms of permaculture, but I've I've started studying uh, 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 permaculture and, uh, and for people who uh, don't know what that is, early. what's the what's the quick definition for people who don't know what that is? So the idea of permaculture is is uh, uh, building a sustainable landscape where everything has function and works together. And you're looking more at the ecosystem uh, and the overall ecos- ecosystem and designing a system that sustains itself without the need of outside inputs to, to help it grow. Uh, and that's the basic uh, premise of permaculture is, is building a permanent uh, ecoculture that, that uh, sustains itself. So you water, the, you know, you build the garden in a circle and you water the corn up top, but then the runoff water goes down to the beans. Or the, you yep. know, like, right. That's, that's, that's a lot of it. Yep. You're, we're looking anywhere from the design and the landscape and the earth, uh, the earthworks of that, of, uh, of how the water flows within the landscape. Um, uh, so that you're capturing as much water at the source as possible when it rains and, and through other sources, you're looking at gray water systems and stuff like that. And then you're looking at, well, how, um, uh, with each tree in my system, do I have a nitrogen fixer near it? Do I have uh, things that are, are accumulating nutrients and providing nutrients to those other plants within the system? Um, and how do they all work together? And you're looking at, um, are you attracting beneficial insects to take care of the the non-beneficial insect pop- population and and such and uh, 
Um, and you want the entire system to, to kind of bring all of that together. Uh, and you can do that within, I've got a third acre lot. You can do that within as small as uh, your own backyard patio, if that's all you've got, to, and, and, and utilize concepts to, to help um, uh, create a permaculture system. Well, hopefully that holistic thinking is, is what uh, you guys bring to your agency side too also. Um, so listen, uh, that's part one. Tune in tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking to Jesse about becoming friends with Mark Zuckerberg's sister and the stuff he's done with social media influencers and helping backcountry.com uh, as they expanded and, and were sold. And uh, we'll, we'll hopefully uh, have you back as a listener tomorrow. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $2.99 subs. How would you like it? Uh, I'll take Drill Sergeant, please. You got it. All right, now listen up. I want each and every one of you to drop and give me a six-inch meatball marinara, cold-cut combo, veggie delight, or black forest ham on your choice of bread with any veggies you want for just $2.99 each. Subway! Make it what you want at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied.